Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. I was looking for a reason to binge drink. I think you guys have been playing games with me. Hammer and Nigel on 93 WIBC. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. we got Tony Kennett filling in for Big Nige today. And Casey Daniels has sauntered into the studio for the side piece. How are you, love? Did I saunter? You did. That was a saunter, huh? Some damn good sauntering, okay. if you ask me. Um, we got a number of places we can start. Uh, let's start with Ohio. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, former president, mm-hmm. shows up in Ohio mm-hmm. and... Coincidentally, he's running for president. Right. Now, we have not heard about whether or not officially a Biden member will be moving or going to Ohio. There's chatter. Pete Buttigieg may be there tomorrow. When the time is right, he said. When the time is right. Mm -hmm. There's chatter that it could be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But Donald Trump there today. I'm just curious for your overall thoughts on what you've seen Mm -hmm. from the handling of the Ohio mess. Isn't that something? I think that's just really telling that no one from the Biden administration is there and maybe going when the time is right. But yet Donald Trump is going today. And it just, it, it the optics are really bad on it. You know, Biden could have said before he left for Europe, his Ukraine trip and Poland, hey, I'm, I'm coming to Ohio when I get back. Or he could have said something before he left. like Make a pit stop in Ohio and then head out. Right, and then go. He's got Air Force One to take him wherever he wants. But no, it just, those people there, they feel like they're being neglected. And it looks like they're being neglected. Like nobody cares. And one of the things I see a lot on social media, and I bet you guys probably see the same, is you've got people blaming Donald Trump for the accident. Well, it was his regulations Mm. with the braking, and Mm -hmm. that's what caused the derailment. Mm -hmm. All right. For argument's sake, let's go along with that. What about the cleanup? Because yeah. the cleanup is the story. The crash is the crash. If you want to blame that on Trump policies, mm-hmm. go ahead and knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. But the cleanup falls on the current administration, and it's been a dumpster fire. Yeah, well, the EPA is saying that Norfolk Southern has to manage all the cleanup. You've got over 3,000 dead fish in the Ohio waterways, and they're now saying that, yeah, the initial sludge did go into the Ohio River. But the EPA is saying, but it's such a big river, it'll be delicious. Oh, they're it's, drinking the tap water now. Okay. Yeah, and they're, they're <laughs> toasting like, oh, that makes me feel so much better, raising a couple glasses with water and toasting to drink. I, just the whole thing looks bad. And the part of Buddha Judge not going also looks bad. And I heard him say, I don't want to go there just for a photo op. But that's the entire point of the photo op. You know, they're saying this is a top priority for the administration. We we want to hear your stories. We care about you. What's going on? Really? It's been 19 days. Prove it. Where are you? Right. You're just missing an action. It's almost like he's scared to go because he doesn't want to get yelled at. And now people are calling for him to resign or to get fired. And I think rightfully so. 
We played some audio earlier of uh, Pete Buttigieg and his date, his husband, Chaston. Mm. They're walking the streets. I believe it's in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. taking some, quote, personal time. Okay. And there was a journalist that comes up, and it's kind of guerrilla style. I think it's somebody from, like, the Daily Caller or mm-hmm. somewhere asking Pete Buttigieg questions. He says, I, ha- I had a press conference. I'm not going to answer, blah, 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 blah. But then he keeps saying that he's on personal time, mm-hmm. and he takes a photo of the reporter. That's not how this works. When you are one of the faces of Washington, D.C., when your job is to protect other people, Mm -hmm. there's no personal time. You don't get to take personal time during a crisis. How much personal time does this guy get? I mean, he was missing in action when there were talks with the rail, when the rail strike was happening. He was, he did absolutely nothing but write a strongly worded letter to the airlines when all of those flights were canceled. It's just one crisis after another for him. And I also heard him mention that when he was mayor of his hometown for eight years, he dealt with uh, humanitarian and environmental issues. No, he didn't. You live there. I don't know what he's talking about (laughs) other than maybe a snowstorm, which happens every winter in South Bend. I'm old enough to remember when W got raked over the coals for not doing enough to help the victims of Katrina. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, because he flew over the hurricane, right? Flew over it, mm-hmm. and maybe he went to go play golf or something. Mm-hmm. All right, if you want to play golf as a public official, that's fine. Knock yourself out. I don't care. But when there's a crisis going on, and this is a crisis in Ohio, you don't get to look at the camera and go, I'm having date night with my husband. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No, and he also... Also said, you know, from day one we've had, from hour one we've had people on the ground there, and I don't want to circumvent their authority. What is he talking about? He doesn't doesn't want to micromanage. That's that he's doing absolutely nothing but running and hiding. And I think he's got to hold Norfolk Southern responsible for it. He's leaving it to the EPA and everybody else to deal with this. Well, where is he? Where is this guy? You know, they're still saying that the soil under the railroad track is still contaminated. They're saying that the tracks need to be lifted to remove the oil. You've got all these people reporting rashes and headaches and nausea, and you've got dead fish and dead birds and if nothing else he needs to be there as a symbol for that administration to say you know what you are top of mind you are a priority we do care to let the people in Ohio know, hey, yes. we're in this thing together, yes. we're here, you might not like me, but we're here, yeah. and we're going to figure this out together. Yes, That's exactly. not what happened. It was almost a sucks to be you when this thing went mm-hmm. down. Exactly. And it certainly doesn't bode well for putting Americans first. Casey Daniels here from the Kendall and Casey show. We're doing the side piece. You and your co-host today mm-hmm. had a little spirited back and forth. And I <laughs> loved it. Yeah. I was here for it. Yeah. So this was after Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. one of the lightning rods for the Republicans. Mm-hmm. She does this interview. She has a statement where she thinks there needs to be a national divorce. Mm-hmm. We need to have just blue states, red states, Mm. different types of laws in Mm -hmm. the states, Mm -hmm. but all part of the United States of America. Yeah. 
What did you think? Okay, well, I think, you know, she's a member of Congress. She's on a committee for Homeland Security. She's a confidant of Kevin McCarthy. She's got too much influence to be saying that there should be any sort of secession or any civil war talk. She swore an oath. Now, to be fair, she did not say civil war. She didn't say civil war, but isn't that just national divorce rebranded? I think you could have an amicable divorce, right? Like, I don't want to go to war with California, but I... I would be fine if they weren't a part of the United States either. I I don't know. I think that she swore an oath to defend the Constitution, and that is just more attention-seeking behavior. It's bomb-throwing. She's trying to get attention. I understand her point. Yeah, let the states govern themselves. But at this time, when we're talking about, I mean, trending this morning, World War III, you've got the president giving more money away to Ukraine and everything we've got going on with China and Russia. Is now the time to be talking about national divorce? Shouldn't we more than ever be talking about unity within the country? Because if something bad were to happen, what are you going to say? Oh, it's not my weekend with the kids. <laughs> right, right. Now, to be fair, let's be 100% honest. There's a better chance of Clay Aiken becoming the UFC champion than this country <laughs> ever having a national divorce. Mm-hmm. But the way that she worded it was, we'd still be the United States, we'd still help each other out, mm-hmm. but there'd be smaller government. You would no longer need a Department of Education. Mm-hmm. You would no longer need a lot of these departments sucking your tax dollars away. Each state, whether it's red or blue, could do their own education, mm-hmm. their own tax well, plan. Well, are we doing that now, though? I mean, isn't that the way things are now? I agree with her on the smaller government thing and abolishing the Department of Education. That's uh, something that Thomas Massey has been uh, promoting. So, yeah, I agree with that. But to use the phrase national divorce, I just it, it just doesn't sit well with me. Right. I I, I see both of your guys' points. I really do. I Because I was listening to you and Rob today, and it was a fascinating back and forth because you both made good points. Because as a conservative in Indiana, mm-hmm. do I want to have anything to do with New York City? Absolutely not. Right. Do I want to have anything to do with L.A. or San Francisco? Let me Absolutely ta- not. Let me take you back, though, to 9-11. You, you had nothing to do with New York, but when New York was in trouble, 9-11, how did you feel? Did you feel like, oh, you're on your own? I don't want on any part of New York. No. You felt like this is my country and my country was attacked and you supported New Yorkers. You felt bad for them. You didn't... Because we were Americans. We We were Americans. Exactly. Do you think this country can ever feel that way again? Tony and I had this discussion yesterday. Uh, We talked about how that college basketball game at Michigan State last night, Mm -hmm. that's something that's bigger than politics. Mm -hmm. It was people coming together, the healing process, and you saw that post 9-11. George Bush through that strike at Yankee Stadium, Mm -hmm. a Republican president in New York, Mm -hmm. standing ovation USA chant. Can this country ever get to that point again? Well, I certainly hope so, and I hope it doesn't take something horrific like 9-11 to make it happen again, to bring patriotism and pride back. And, you know, Ronald Reagan did it with its morning again in America. We just need a leader who is proud of our country to make people feel good about being here. But the guy we got now, instead of dealing with problems in Ohio, he's he's ignoring it and off. But will media country. and social media allow that to happen? You could have the most patriotic guy alive. Let's mm-hmm. say 
candidate John Doe is a former Marine, a former Navy SEAL. He mm-hmm. loves America. Mm-hmm. He wins the presidency, mm-hmm. and there's an attack. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that the networks that are the opposite political party and the social media sites and blog sites that are the opposite political party will want unity, or will they blame him? I think at first there'll be unity, yeah, and you'll get that that feeling of I don't think there will be. We're I all think, Americans, but I, I don't think know, we're done. I don't know if it'll last very long. I think initial response is this is our country and we've got to come together, and then the blame game starts. So I wish I want to believe that I really do because it sucks the position that we're in right now, mm-hmm. but. The minute something goes wrong in this country, it's the blame game. It's yeah. his fault. This happened because of that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if we can ever have that feeling that we had post 9-11 or even after the killing of bin Laden. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can get there. Well, I think we have to. I, we have to for my daughter, for your sons, because what what do you want to leave them? What sort of future do they have if we don't come together? I think we have too much in common as Americans to be saying things like, we we need a national divorce. <laughs> right. Uh, we've got about a minute left here. What is up on the side piece? Oh, okay. So yesterday, big list, the comprehensive list of the fish fries in Indianapolis. Of course, today is Ash Wednesday, and it's the beginning of the Lent season. And uh, meat was chosen as a sacrifice because it was a celebratory food. So many Catholics and Christians doing without meat on Fridays. And if you'd like to know where all of the wonderful fish fries are throughout the the area, just head over to WIBC.com and select the side piece. The Kendall and Casey show Monday through Friday, 9 to noon. Miss Casey, thank you. Thanks. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.